You're listening to The Brad and John Show. You can check out our website at bjshow.co, bjshow.co. Um, I got a little bit uh, carried away there. You know, I, you got to write me in sometimes, John. We didn't do Okay, the, I will. I'll be the professional rainer. <laughs> you didn't do. We didn't do the top three till the second segment. <laughs> but you know what? And, and you talked about that Francis Howell thing. Let's put that on the front burner and talk about that tomorrow again, okay? Because, yeah, let's do it. Because that doesn't help when you get that national publicity because my kids, all four of my kids, are the product of the Francis Howell School District. Now, did I have issues with the Francis Howell School District at times? Yeah, but for the most part, I think they do a pretty decent job, you know? Yep. And one of the things that Steve Elman's talks about, uh, Steve Elman talks about that makes St. Charles County great, he says when people look to move and start a family or continue the family, they look for basically two things, safe area and good education. And St. Charles County has both, as opposed to the city of St. Louis, which has neither, because the educational system in the city of St. Louis has been in trouble for years. For so many years, it was taken over by the state. You know, the state essentially took control of the district uh, over from local and obviously, the safety issue is a big, a big issue with the city of St. Louis. So anyway, well, what, and, and Brett, we can get deeper into this tomorrow. Maybe this is a teaser for tomorrow. But also, if you look nationally, it's such a good narrative for people who consider themselves to be social justice warriors to have a conservative area, a safe area, some place that says, God forbid, run by Republicans, and to stand up and go to their school board and say. You're silencing our voices. All we want is for a child to to have a safe environment, to be who they are, just to learn about slavery or whatever. And it's a beautiful story for national media to come in and say, look at this horrible, backwards, conservative area that's not letting this poor transgender and their stage mom speak at a school board event or whatever it is, you know, and everybody on the left loves that story because it shows how bigoted and, and closed minded Republicans are. John, you know, you you can make it as a journalist now because there was no bias in what you just said. Right. <laughs> Including calling the woman a stage mom. <laughs> Absolutely no bias in what you said. <laughs> I but I, I it is sort of funny. You're 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 sort of right. It's it's sort of crazy what goes on with that. Okay. I'm always fascinated by what is called the law of unintended consequences. Do you know what I'm talking about with this? Yeah. You, so I think you've talked about this before, but, but r- remind me exactly what it is. The law of unintended consequences is you do something re- you know, in wanting result A. You do something for result A. And I always give the classic example of airbags and cars. Airbags and cars were supposed to save lives, which they have and they continue to. But the law of unintended consequences was that when you put your little kid in the car seat, in the passenger seat, in the front seat, and let's say you had a relatively minor accident, but the airbags deployed, and that airbag hit the back of the car seat, because the car seat is typically, for the little kids, is facing backwards. It hit the car seat, and it punched that car seat backwards, and the baby's neck was broken by the fact that the car seat was pushed forward and then the baby's neck because he was you know he's riding backwards his 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 head went backwards and then it snapped his neck and the kid was killed or even kids who are sitting in the front seat the airbag goes off 
and they're not as big as you and I are and could necessarily hit them in the head, break their neck, uh, cause other problems. So in other words, then what happened was they had to go back and they re-engineered the next generation of airbags, okay? So the, the, and to the point where now to this day you have the thing where most cars now, if they have a sensor in the passenger seat, so if there was nobody sitting there, yeah. the airbag won't go off. Uh, but you have to have, also you have to be of certain um, a certain weight if you put like a 40 pound kid in the front seat that's not enough weight to trigger the airbag that kind of stuff that's the law of unintended consequences okay over the weekend and once again i criticize them but i do get interesting things that i learn on npr one of the npr stories was what's going on in florida with the condos and i thought this was really fascinating because Let's go back, was that two, three years ago, where that horrendous thing happened in the middle of the night, one wing of that condo building just collapsed. And I think they rescued one kid, but there were, if I'm not mistaken, there were like 100 people who were killed when that condo fell. You know, it structurally has some deficiencies. One of the problems that came up was it was an older condo and had been built, um, you know, years ago, and the condo association had deferred some of the maintenance. Now, if you know anything about a condo, you pay your condo fees, you know, you buy your little place and you live in your little place, um, but you have condo fees that you pay for general things. In other words, if they need to replace the roof on the on the building, uh, there should be enough money in the condo fees to do that. What's happened is in Florida, and this is what happened with this building, there was a lot of maintenance they kept deferring because nobody wanted to have their condo association fees go up because they were going to have to say, okay, this repair of the building is going to cost $2 million, which each of us need to throw in another $40,000. People go, oh, I don't want to do that. Okay, so the building collapsed. Uh, they came to the conclusion that there were structural deficiencies that the condo association had deferred, and that's ultimately what caused the building collapse. So the state comes in. State comes in and puts in very, 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 very strict rules on new condo buildings, but more importantly, puts in really strict rules on the current condo building. You have to have an inspection every year. You have to have this, mandatory inspections. If this is found, you have to have an emergency meeting of the condo association, and everybody has to be assessed because if it's going to cost $10 million to make this repair to the building, everybody has to put their money in. So here's the law of unintended consequences. This is happening to a lot of the older condo buildings where they're doing these inspections. The state's coming in, problem here, structural defect here, this needs to be fixed. This is going to cost $8 million. So they go to the condo association, and the condo association has a meeting and said, we need to, within the next two months, spend $8 million for emergency repairs. And the people in the condo go, wow. And and what's that going to cost? Oh, each of you needs to pony up $50,000. Now, keep in mind, a lot of these people, especially in Florida, are retired. So here's what's happening. The developers are finding out about this, and they're going to these condo meetings, these people that have, like, structural deficiencies with the building, and they're going to have to pay a lot of money, and they're standing up in the meeting saying, hey, we'll buy you out. Tell us how much you want for your condo. We'll buy it right now. Wow. We'll write you a check. And then guess what they're doing? They're tearing down the buildings and building a new condo, which is much more expensive, and they're making a ton of money at it. 
So, so do the residents have any kind of recourse? Well, but once again, yeah, you have recourse. But the problem is, is that like, let's say you're in a 30 unit building and, and the, the, the developers buy out 26 units and there's four of you left. I mean, you know, pretty soon it gets to the point where and see, that's the interesting aspect of it is as the people leave, as the people are bought out, then the people who are left, their expenses keep going up and up and yeah, up. Yeah, I see exactly what you're saying. Because they're the ones that are. So in other words, it gets to a point it hits critical mass where you almost have to sell your, you know, in other words, you're yeah, sort of being yeah. forced into selling your building, selling your condo. And then they tear it down and they build a, you know, um, um, you know, McMansion condo. And, you know, let's say the condo that you lived in was worth $200,000. When they build the, the new building, the new condos are $2 million. Yeah. So what's yeah. happening is a lot of these quote unquote air quotes, affordable condos are disappearing and it's gotten more and more. It's sort of like what I see. I, I love Clayton. My first job in the radio business was, was in Clayton. I still love Clayton. I was in Clayton on Friday, okay? I won't tell you what I was doing there. Well, I will tell you what I was doing there. Matter of fact, we're running short. I'll, I'll carry this over to tomorrow. One of my frustrating things in Clayton, going to the government building, the uh, county, <laughs> county building. But what's happened in Clayton is Clayton was sort of this cool place where you had like these high-rise towers right next to a small little two-story building that had like a quaint little, you know, uh, you know, restaurant on the bottom floor and somebody lived a in an apartment. A shoe cobbler. Right, yeah. and somebody lived in the apartment upstairs. Like, you know, World News right there in the corner of Central yeah, exactly. and Forsyth. You know, those are all gone. They're all being knocked down because what are they building? They're building high-rise, you know, apartment Expensive buildings. Expensive high-rises. And, yes, and condos. And for yep. the most part, they're not building office buildings anymore because who goes to an office anymore, especially yeah. the attorneys? Since you don't have to uh, show up at the courthouse to file anymore, you can e-file. So why do you need an office in Clayton anymore? You don't because you can be you know, in your pajamas at 3 o'clock in the morning in your house in Fenton filing briefs, stuff like that. So Clayton, to me, is losing its its at least the downtown area. It's like all, all high-rise stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe that's good. So it's going to be high price. I mean, they're high-priced condos, apartments, and then high-end restaurants is all you'll end up having. Well, I right? don't even think the restaurants are doing that well anymore. You know? I mean, the, the, yeah, I don't know. the I don't COVID know. thing hurt right. them. I don't really know. I don't, I don't spend much time in Clayton. I, I love Clayton. I, I, to this day, my very first job. But see, the interesting thing was the building I was in, 111 South Bemiston, was torn down for the county jail. There was a building across the street, actually two buildings across the street, that one, one of them was a bank building, one of them was an office building. Those have both been torn down. Now they're the parking lot for the, uh, essentially for St. St. Louis County, um, you know, the, the main administration building. I know that building. lot you're talking about. Right. Yep. That used to be on, on, the, on, the, on the, the east side of that, that used to be an office building. On the west side, there was a bank building because I used to walk across the street from the radio station and, and do my banking right there. Behind us, there was a gas station. That also is also gone because in fact, it's the, you know part of the county uh, you know uh, a jail was was there, and you know it's just one of those things. It's it's and I see where people who will have like an area like Kirkwood and Webster where they go, we don't want it to change because it has certain charm to it, and I get that. But by the same token, you know if you if you take an area like Clayton and you just turn it into like nothing but high rise condos and high rise townhouses, I mean like I don't know maybe that's good maybe that's bad. I say it's bad. I mean, it loses part of its personality for sure. Yes, yes. And I mean, but but isn't that part of the evolution of anything across the region? Like, you could make the same argument, Brad, for Blackjack, Missouri, or North St. Louis City, or Walnut Park, or anywhere. Well, you and I are both North North County boys. And mm-hmm. by the way, did you? We didn't talk about this. Did you see last week they had the big press conference? They finally finished 270 up in North County. I did. Yeah, Brian <laughs> Williams, who's a state senator who may be running for Congress, had a funny quip. Governor Parson said, hey, I don't know 
if I'm following you or you're following me to all these press conferences, Brian. And Brian Williams got up there and said, I'm quite confident you're following me here in North County, Governor Parson. Uh, yes, Which I thought was a pretty funny line. Well, yeah. but what's sad about it is it took him four years and and yeah. and things were a mess in North County. I mean, being a North well, County. I mean, you and I, and many people listening, grew up trying. Remember when you used to have to go west on 270 and try to get on 170? Oh, yeah. It yeah. was like you were taking your life in your hands. Right, because it was. New interchange. You were in that left lane and, and there were accidents yes, there all I mean, the time. it was a death wish. Hey. And good luck trying to do that during rush hour. Yeah, take it from me. I'm an ex-traffic reporter. That has to be that has to be one of our morning topics every morning was westbound 270, accident westbound 270, yeah, the ramp to southbound 170. Okay, we have to get out of here. Uh, we have done enough damage for the day. Maybe we have, maybe we haven't. Um, any last parting comments you want to make? Nope, nope. Plenty of news up today. JohnCombest.com. Anything you missed over the weekend will be there. JohnCombest.com. And check out our website, bjshow.co, bjshow.co, not a .com, .co. We couldn't afford the M. John, we'll talk again tomorrow. All right, see you tomorrow. It is 7.59. Now it's exactly 8 o'clock.